Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Paid Actor Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Trina Boldenfields, and today we are getting back on to doing our radio programming, and I'm super excited about today. Know that our time is scheduled for 30 minutes, um, and also I interviewed a fabulous actor, Tonya Jackson, and um, she has done so much work in the industry across the United States. She's just an amazing actress, and so I'm going to be sharing more about her interview uh, with you in just a second. She dropped so many nuggets. But I also want to let you know that our our time to stream will be 30 minutes. The program is going to go longer than that. So if you want to listen back to the show after the live stream, you can do that with the same link that you have and that you're listening to. So welcome to the Paid Actor Radio Show. And we have um, a, a wonderful lineup for you this time around where we will be interviewing more actors talking about their um their journey to being actors and what they're doing in the in this career and how they're doing with their career so i just wanted to share that with you um so be tuned today it's a special show where we're going to just do the interview with tonya jack tonya jackson and then um know that we'll follow up with you for future episodes if you have not already please join our our email list at paidactor.com forward slash, um, or it's actually just paidactor.com. If you go to paidactor.com, you'll go there. You'll be able to join our mailing list. Also, you can like us, like us on Facebook at Paid Actor Online, and we post regularly in our Facebook group. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let's go ahead and get right into the interview with Tonya Jackson because it's such a great interview, and I want you to be able to hear what she had to share. So here we go. We're listening to the interview, the recorded, previously recorded interview with Tanya Jackson. Hello, paid actors, and welcome to the Paid Actor Radio Show. I am Trina Boldenfields, your host, acting mentor, and founder of Paid Actor and Paid Actor Magazine. And I'm so excited for our guest today. Um, she is a fabulous talented artist, and I'm going to introduce her, Tanya Jackson. She is an artist and actor who uses her craft for social change. She is a member of SAG and AFTRA and Actors' Equity, and she's performed in theaters across the United States as well as in film and television. She uses her work, really she focuses on realness of the art, right? She wants to bring the realness of the art to the business as well. She is just as passionate about teaching and coaching other other actors. And in her coaching, she focuses on passion, respect for acting, loving the art in yourself, and artistic integrity. This is what she teaches as the foundation of the work, the foundation of our art, our, our art form. So I would like to re- welcome Tanya to the radio show. Um, Tanya, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy. That you chose me this day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm so glad that you're here. And I was just, 
you know, sharing with you that this is our our show, our back at it show, like we're back on the air, and Tanya is our first guest of this next and new season. So I'm I'm so excited and thankful that you said yes and that you're you're speaking with us today. Thank you. Welcome. So I want to start off by asking you a couple questions, or I'm going to ask you questions throughout our time together. Um, I want to ask you first off, what was it that sparked your interest in this art form initially? Well, I remember being 17 years old. No, let me go, let me go back to that. I remember being 15 years old and trying to figure out what it was about the energy that I had in my body and in my life as a young person that was so all over the place, that was, was, that was um, not able to be linear, that was not able to just sit still in a classroom and follow along with what the teacher was saying. I would just start going other places and think my imagination was all over the place. And so for a moment I thought, what is that? Like, what is wrong? How come I can't stay focused? And then I remember, and I also remember being young and like watching television shows and not, and being very sad because I wanted to be inside there with them. I was never comfortable with just watching. I needed to be a part of, and I never knew what that was. And I would ask my mother, she'd be like, would you please stop? And so once I, um, found an acting class through Jan Mandel at St. Paul Central, and I went in. We had to do, like, these short little things that we would come up with because I was a poet at the time as well. I would write poetry and perform them. And I went in there, and I did my first class there, and that is where I found me. That is where I realized, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm an artist. That's what all of this energy is. That's why I'm not linear. That's why I'm always in my imagination. That's why reality bites for me, because I'm an artist. So I think at about 15 and then about 17, when I auditioned for my first play, and someone brought me in, and they told me to climb up on stage and do my monologue or do whatever it is, there was no fear. And the person of uh, James Austin Williams was the first person who, quote, unquote, I don't know, discovered me, could not believe how I just climbed up there and was like, what? Okay, you told me to do this, and I did, and it was very natural. <laughs> he, was, he could not, yes. he was like, that's crazy. Like, I just was always comfortable on stage, more comfortable than I was in life, and it helped me get through my adolescence because I was always on the fence, like, am I going to do that? Am I going to do good? What am I going to do? Because I had all these I never did clicks very well, so I had some friends who were not as studious, some who were, and so I was able to find my myself and save my own life by mm-hmm. being in the arts. Okay. Uh, and I think it's, you know, you gave a shout-out to St. Paul Central and, and Mondale <laughs> and James Austin Williams, who, you know, I never got a chance to work with James, but I've heard so many interesting things about him or about her. Um, and being able to work with James Austin Williams, he is amazing and kind and fabulous and everything that you can think about um, with that. So I'm just feeling connected with you as you explain and talk about how you were, you know, all these. There are also people in your life who were there um, helping you along your way. Absolutely. Definitely mentors. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do not know where my life would have gone had people like him or her and other people had not stepped in, shook me, and said, it's okay, there's another way. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. And I'm so thankful that also you mentioned, you know, you had a lot of energy and you needed yes. to find a place for you in your imagination and energy and art was it was was the place for you. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. And what was your, like, tell me more about how, so you got started at 17, you got discovered, you said, and started moving into work. What was some of the work that you did initially? Um, most of the work that we did, um, and as a as a young younger performer, baby actor is what I like to say, um, Jan Mandel had, a, we had a touring company called Neapolitan Players. And it was it was it was different from the Olivers or the all the other stuff that they did on the main stage at, at school. We were able to write our own pieces about xenophobia or racism or anything that was going on in our community and our life. Make up our own short skits or plays about these things and tour around the community in the Twin Cities, also Wisconsin, um, prison systems. We were actually a touring company at a young age that went around with these issues and just put them out there. But it was mm-hmm. our stuff that we wrote through um, acting, singing, dancing. We were able to take whatever was going on at that time as far as uh, uh, in the communities or, you know, anything that had to do with activism and perform those things. And that was mm-hmm. early on before I even became a professional or even went to college to study it. Okay. And I, I have a question because I think it, it 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 brings us to today. So I may go all over the place. So I'm hoping That's that you are able to bear with me with this. But well, I'm not linear. I, I do all over the place. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> okay, Actually, it's how my mind works. So I think we're we're, we're going to be absolutely perfect. You're my best friend. Thank you. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Let's go. Um, okay. So how did that work inform what, the work that you're doing now? Um, it, 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 I realized that as as far as me now, it's only I'm gonna say in the last ten years um, mm-hmm. did I realize that I don't know that it was okay um, that 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 whole cliche that I used before about loving the, the art of myself and not myself in the art. It helped mm-hmm. that. It helped um, me to be able to um, call into my life things that meant something for the community and to be able to, to, to be a part of those projects, perform those projects. Also, as a business person, being able to make um, a living, you know, off of doing the things that were of service, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I had no idea at that time that that's what I was um, becoming or that's what they were shaping and molding me to be until later on in my mm-hmm. career, and how uncomfortable some things felt to me. Now, full circle, I've come as a mature artist and realized, okay, if I want to make a living at this, there's certain things that I, I need to do. You know, there's certain things I will not do, but there's certain things mm-hmm. that I need to do in order to live. But for the most part, I realized that it was okay and that I could use my art form in order to make a noise as far as what's going on in society today. It's not okay. separate. It's not separate. It's one and the same. Okay. Can you unpack that a little bit about for me? I'm talking about making a living off of doing things of service and also making noise with your art form. So can you um, talk about that? It's not, it's not separate. So how is it together? And if you can unpack it and, and tell us more. Um, the best thing, I mean, the thing that I could say is that if I, if, if I let's, let's use August Wilson, for example. 
If I'm doing a play like King Hedley II, what that, what's inside of that play about what, what has happened to community and all of these guns and all of this stuff that's happening in our world, in our community, our, 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 our brothers being shot down like dogs, us doing it to ourselves in the yeah. community, um, the, the, the whole mental slavery and, uh, that we do to ourselves, that sort of um, that, that, that syndrome that we have where we can't break out of light and dark skin, this, 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 the, the whole thing of the political platform and seeing the big picture of what's happening with us. When I do an August Wilson piece, it's 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 most of the time I was all about that. So I get to work. I get to do this beautiful, wonderful piece that August has written. Mm-hmm. I get to perform it, which is what I love. I get to make a statement, which is what he does, and I also mm-hmm. get to get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Come on, <laughs> and I get to feel good at the end of the day about what it is that I have put out there. That I have beca- that I am a part of as an artist. Mm-hmm. Even when I when I do film and TV projects, some of them are not as artistic, but a lot of times I get to do stuff that has to do with what's happening in society, how mm-hmm. I can make a difference, how we can make a difference. Holding that mirror up to society and saying, "Look, we need to do something, or we need to continue to do something, or this is what's happening, or this is not changing." I get to do those things in my work as an artist. And I also get to eat at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which is wonderful. And I have to say with Paid Actor, we encourage artists to make a living with their art form and what they're doing because that the point is, is that we need to be able to eat. We need yes. to be able to survive and, and even we thrive do. in the contents, in our context of, right. of, yes. of, of life and society. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Um, now, I'm going to take us back a little bit, and we, I know we will flow around and come around. So what was your defining moment in, the, in this industry, in the career, when you knew that this is what you needed to do? Um, this, you know, the funny thing about a question like that is that if you're, if you're an artist that's about always evolving and understanding that you must continue to change, there's so many defining moments. Like, mm-hmm. I will say one, and then we'll, we'll, you know, get off the radio show, and then I'll go, oh, I should have said this, or I should have said that, which is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so many. I mean, not, no, really, there's so many. Because every five years, every 20 seconds, like, it's always changing because this mind of mine and this body of mine and this artistic thing that I walk around in, in my soul, it's always something. But I think that um, right now at this moment, I think that it has to be, I think I was about, 1920, maybe? No. See, that's not the one. I think that once I realized that I, what I bring to a project um, and what I have to say is just as important as anybody else in the room, that I mattered, that they hired me, they brought me onto the project because of who I am as an artist and what I bring. And I think that sometimes when you're a younger artist or when you don't realize that, that you walk into this space and you're, you're so uncomfortable and you're so nervous and you forget that you are a part of this machine, this, 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 this picture, this project, 
that we're creating and what you bring is just as fantastic as anyone else. And once I realized that, um, I got more comfortable, I got more confident, I loved my art in me more, and I took all I, my, I was more into my soul and in my heart with my art and less in my head. Mm-hmm. which I think is not. For me, it drives me insane when I see a heady actor because the heart reaches the heart. And if you're not doing something from your heart and soul, I can't feel you. Mm-hmm. So once I realized that, and once I realized that I wasn't a puppet, that I don't do puppet theater, and that you need to respect me, director, producer, whoever, and, yes, give me direction, all of that. I'm extremely teachable, but you have to let me create. And once I realized that um, 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 once I, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't do good in, in, in um, situations where I am not allowed to create. Those were defining. I started to, once I started to um, 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 own and love who I was in an artist, and I'll say that was about, actually only about five years ago. Really, 100%. Okay. 100%. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. I've been working up to that. And I've been bumping up against what that means, and I didn't know that I was having a spiritual warfare. But five years ago is when I went, oh, that's what was happening with me. I was just developing and honing and fine-tuning what that is to be an artist in, you know, the community, if that makes sense. Definitely. Yes. And would you say, because I see this a lot, that it takes an artist, a number of artists, some time, this time to really be comfortable with who they are and what they yes. bring to the table. Yes, yes, I, I do, yes, because we have all of these different energies that are around us all the time when we're, when we're creating, mm-hmm. whether it's film and TV, whether it's the, there's all the director and the producer and other actors and, you know, all of the stuff that's in the room with us when we close that door and we're creating. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think for me, staying Yes, being a part of the ensemble, because I'm a, a huge ensemble character-driven actor, being inside of the ensemble but also staying true to self, mm-hmm. to thine own self mm-hmm. be true. All those cliches, you know, that we've been hearing for years, those things matter. And also making sure that I do things to take care of me. I think yes. that we don't that, – that, I think once we realize that it's okay to take care of us and that, no, it's necessary to take care of us, then I think you begin to open up. Then I think you mm-hmm. begin to flourish. Yes, that's when you have that moment where, wait a minute, I don't, I'm, I'm lost in all this stuff. And I think that's when we see all these people go out of their minds or drugs or whatever that is, you know, because mm-hmm. we forget to take care of us. If this is my instrument and if this is what I use and it's broken and I have no wings, how can I fly and nobody wants to be around that. Then nobody, who wants to do that? We have to take care of ourselves. And that thing that, like I said, we talk about, once we own that, take care of ourselves, look at ourselves every day, whatever, whether it's meditation, prayer, whatever you need to do, you have to take care of you as an artist, especially mm-hmm. an African-American woman artist. You have to take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You, it's a must. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Amen. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> I am with you, and I'm nodding, and I'm loving what you're saying. Um, so yes, I, I and yes, I think that's so important for artists to realize. And even with your own journey, um, I, I know you talked a little bit about coming and to just 
having that for yourself within the last five years or five years ago. Um, and so I'm wondering if you talk uh, can talk about the obstacles that you faced and, and how you moved beyond them. Okay, obstacles in which thing? Just so I'm specific, so obstacles in, in your part. In your career, being comfortable in your skin, doing the work um, that that ha- have brought you to where you are, but how did you move beyond those obstacles to to be to where you um, are now? Um, I had to not be afraid of relocation, <laughs> mm. and if that means a lot you of had time, to relocate. I had to relocate because I Can think you tell that. About, we're, tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? Needing to relocate to continue to do the work. Because I think, okay, I needed to relocate in order to do the work because I don't, I, I always believe in, um, I, I, I have to be, I have to have a lot of experiences in order for me to create. I have to have new experiences in order for, no, for me to be my most creative self. And I, I Tanya Jackson, don't feel that I can be in the same bubble, in the same spot, and be able to create to the best of my ability. I can't possibly tell you, I mean, for me, because I'm, I'm a little bit messed a lot of different methods that I mixed up. But if I'm play, for me, if I'm doing something about someone from Brooklyn and I haven't been to Brooklyn, then I can do it. But it's really good if I've actually been to Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I just, I mean, that's just an example that I'm using. And I want to meet other people and I want to have other experiences. For me, I, I, I choke artistically if I'm stuck in the same spot. And look, I use the word stuck. I cannot be stuck because then my artwork is stuck. So I had to relocate. Um, And then I just had to be open. I had to stop judging. I just had to stop judging people. I had to stop judging and let people and places and things be where they are. Uh And that helped my art. Um, I had to, we talked about this, love who I am, take mm-hmm. care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, yeah, I mean, and I just had to find, I had, I had to get grounded. I had to get grounded. And I think those are, are the biggest things. And I had more ideas. Like, I started running out of ideas. I started, like, running out of ideas of things that I can do. As an artist, we can do all kinds of things. So if somebody's not doing something, but maybe I should write. Or maybe I should connect up with some people. Or maybe I should, you know, take little money. Or maybe I should say, yeah, let's do this project. Let's do, you know, I just had to learn how to just sit still sometimes and just create and see what I could bring to, for, you know, mm-hmm. to move my thing forward, if that makes sense. And, and like yeah. I said, I'm not linear. I'm not linear, and thank God that neither one of us are, because I, I, I'm all over the place. So I apologize. <laughs> no worries. No, you're answering the questions, <laughs> my okay. questions that I'm asking, which is wonderful. Okay. So thank you. And I and I know you for you, you had to put yourself in a different place, um, maybe in a different community, um, in a different region, in a different, um, what am, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to come up with, but you really had to go to a different market. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. For you for you and your work. Mm-hmm. For me. Yes, I, I did. I, and it doesn't take away from any other market that I've been in. And I may have to, you know, I, I, I can work all, I've worked tons of markets, tons of them, mm-hmm. but I needed to move my whole body and self to another market. Yes, mm-hmm. in order to continue to grow for me. Yes. Okay, understand. And you spent 20, what, 20-plus 20 years 
in one market before you you decided to move to the next? Yeah, well, I was based, yes. I was based in one market um, mm-hmm. for a, a long time. I don't say 20-plus years, but it was close to that in a certain, okay. like, Midwestern area, you know. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I did. And I had gone other places and worked regional theater, but that was my base. So I just had to change mm-hmm. my base for me. Okay. Understand, understand. Um, and so how, how and you've mentioned something of what you needed to do to get beyond your obstacles, which was to relocate, stop judging, and let people in places be, right? Um, love who you were, who you are, um, and who you were at the time. Take care of yourself, right? And get grounded mm-hmm. and come up with different ideas and create, create and do what was coming to you. Um, right. In that, was this, were these also items that you used to build your career? Or what was it, if you can explain that? Yeah, um, yes, they were. You know, and, and there was there was things that I would put in my, like, I remember being, um, and, you know, uh, when I was, serve, when I was uh, uh, studying at conservatory. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because, you know, if you bring me back when people are like, like at the time that all this artistic integrity was like, I'm, I would never do a McDonald's commercial. I would never do all this, what they would never mm-hmm. do. And it's so funny because mm-hmm. I see them same people in the circus selling burgers. They do whatever. <laughs> so I had to be, you know, because like, we were so silly. that like I mean, it wasn't really silly, but this was just this whole thing that we stood or what we're not going to and all those knots what I'm not going to do and we run around starving ain't nobody got no money but I think that you know I had to get past that and go come on now I'm an actor too you know and 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 there's things that yes I will do in order to feed my family in order to pay my rent in order to do the things that I have to do and that was an obstacle and moving I had to be okay with the fact that I am also in the industry that was something that I kept putting in my way, that how could I possibly, you know, I'm, I'm on the show uh, Greenleaf, that, um, a new Oprah show that's coming out next weekend. How could I possibly mm-hmm. do something like that? You know, how can I not do something like that when these bills are staring me in my face and I've been booked? You know, I right. need to realize that it is okay for me to work. It is okay for me to have money. It is okay for me to make a living. It is okay for me to want to beautify myself. It is okay that I love that. It's okay that I want, you know, to do those things. It doesn't mean that I'm less of, less of an artist. It means that that's, I'm, I'm, I'm an actor. And I think that I, I've, I've, for so long I was ashamed of that that to do that was to sell out. And I'm getting emotional because I let those voices define who I was in this industry. And I think that it held me back a lot from some of the things that could have taken me a lot further at this point in my career, and I could have used that platform to have a bigger voice. Now, I use it, and I'm, I'm, I'm moving toward that thing, you know, because, you know, we never stop as actors. We can just right. go until they throw dirt in our face, thank God, because these wonderful, beautiful characters that we have to, you know, still do, like Louise. I still need to do Louise and Seven Guitars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that I moved that stuff out of the way and said to my myself, I define what my career is. I choose what it is that I do in my career. This is mine. And if you don't like it, 
that is okay. And then I realized once I got older that a lot of those people may have been jealous or didn't know how to do it or whatever their stuff was, so that's what that was about. They didn't have the courage to step out on faith or to step outside of their comfort zone. That's what it is. I stifled my courage. And once I stopped doing that, things began to open up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thankful for you sharing that, and I'm I'm sitting here having uh, a moment myself. Like, yes, go ahead, say that. Uh, mm, I'm supportive of that because I think another a number of actors face that where they don't want to feel. And you talked a little bit about this earlier, and I'm going to bring it connected to mm-hmm. it. Don't want to feel like they're better than um, or seen as better than. But you have to have. You don't let anything stop your courage. You go out and make the do the work, make the income you want to make mm-hmm. in the industry. So if it's something for Oprah, go for it. If it's that McDonald's yeah. commercial that is going to bring you um, yes. some income, go for it. Yes. Right? What? Yes. Or the income, and you might be able to take that that that, that check them good residuals and use it mm-hmm. to create something that you may think is more artistic than biting down into that Big Mac. You can use that money to yes pay your bills, but you can also say, I'm going to use this to produce my own work. If you don't have no money, you can't produce nothing. I'm sorry. That is the truth. Now, you could do it, but nobody's going to get paid. You're going to get people who's not going to want to work. Like, you have to be able to live. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, and and like you said, produce your own work. And at some yes. certain point, produce the work that you want to produce to impact yes. lives. Yes, yes. Now, some of us get more blessed and more lucky or whatever to where they don't, they, they just, all of this stuff just falls on them. But more than not, we have to a lot of times do what we may or not want to do in order to get to where we want to be in this business. That's just the nature of it. And I had to realize that it's been going on for years and years and years and years and years, way before I got here. And it's changing. Some things are changing. Some things may never change. But nobody asked me to get into this thing. I chose it. I picked it. So I can't get so upset. I mean, I do. That's not the truth. I do. But I have to realize this is, this is what we're given. So inside of that, how do I create? How do I make a change? Right, and I also want to step in for those who are listening to the audience, and just say like I'm 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 not meaning when I'm talking, Tanya. And I want you to say what you mean is that some people that that when you say do what you need to do, it's not anything. It's not giving up some something that's really important to you or sacred to you, or or for some people, it's you know being out there far where they may be sleeping around. Not talking about that. No, 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 no. We're not talking about. No, no, absolutely not. And you know what? So I thank I you to for be that. Clear. Mm-hmm. Please and yeah, because you know I just need to yes yes and and I and I need to make sure that you know like you said the audience no not never that never anything mm-hmm. that's against your morals or your integrity that's going to make you feel awful no no mm-hmm. not not the icky stuff no thank you for for clearing that up I just assume that people know what's inside my head so thank you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you for being that for saying that well as. Yes, as teachers, I think we want to be clear when we're, we're helping other folks. So we'll be very clear what we mean. Right? right. Yeah, yeah, don't step out there and be ratchet. That's not what I'm talking about. So thank you for right. for saying that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So doing those things that would would help put you in a place of of more connectivity, of being able to do work that's going to support you um, and and being the actor and creating the career that you want to create. Yes, that's what I mean. Thank you. Thank you. 
So you earlier, before we started recording for this this show, for this radio show, you talked a little bit about the fame monster and mm. teaching in the way that would help your students um, not get caught up in that. So I'm wondering if you can explain that and, and talk a little bit about what you mean by by that and not being caught up with the fame monster. I, I I find that sometimes, you know, I work with people, and not so much my little baby actors because they're so open and they're so – well, no, I do find that with them sometimes, they're, but they're they're open. You can pour stuff into them, which I love. People are like, it, 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 and I'm going to go back to this a lot of times. Probably they just love them themselves in the art. They see the red carpet. They see the 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 the, the people taking the pictures and looking cute, and you know, of just the money of it, and just all of that, and that, and and this whole star thing, whatever they think that is. And I don't like to bash reality because I do know people who are reality stars and they make a living off of that and I'm not going to bash them but that 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 thing um and that that's what they think it is or that's what they want and then they come to me and I give them some work and say okay that's not uh, yes if that's what you want to do that's fine but even to get there there's work that has to be done they just want to be famous they just want to be famous now that goes back to what you just said you can do a lot of things to be famous and we know people who do it who are mega personalities that are making tons of money just for walking around with some clothes on. Now, if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but that's not what I do. This fame monster, everybody taking a selfie, taking a, you know, it's just, it's just about being cute and being seen and that sort of thing, but not wanting to do the work. The work ethic of it, thinking that, you know, on every city block there's 10 or 20 people who want to do what we do but they don't want to do the work. They just want to be famous, whether it's rapping, writing, anything. I find that I was talking to my son, who's 20, and his girlfriend, and we were having this conversation. I said, what is that? And they were explaining to me because people want to go from an idea of being an actor or an entertainer or a rapper or whatever to selling millions of records or being next to Meryl Streep or Viola Davis in a movie or being at the Guthrie or being on Broadway. But everything in between, they don't want to do that. They just want to get out the bed and go straight to the limousine. And I'm like, <laughs> and it's also, it's, and it's like, that's the whole thing. I was like, what, what, <laughs> like, really? And so I try to say, you can have, but you have to do the work. There's, there's a yeah, and just caught up in that whole fame thing, just you know having a pocket full of money. But what what it takes to get that? Nobody wants. No, everybody hates the journey now. The journey is a part of it. There's beauty in that journey. There's beauty in that struggle. No, who wants to do it? We don't. But when you look back and you finally get it, it's much better if you work for it. It's much better if you have gratitude. It's much better if you say, no, I just didn't make it overnight. I've been doing this. It's much better to have a testimony. And that's what I'm saying, that fame monster, everybody just wants to be famous for anything. I just want to be famous. That's it. Everybody to know my name. That's it. But it's about the work. It's about the work. Now, some people can pop up there and do it, but how long does it really last? I try to teach about longevity. I'm more about the Cicely Tysons of the world, who's in her 90s and been doing this. I'm more about, you know, the Patti LaBelle's or, or the, the Dillons or the Prince. I mean, all of those people who've been it. You can have 15 minutes. Anybody can get 15 minutes. But yeah. what about the longevity of a career? 
a career that's a legend, being legendary, and just, just, just like you know, forever and ever and ever and ever, and in that making an impact. Mm-hmm. And us watching that, us watching what that progression is about. I'm about longevity in this thing, mm-hmm. and telling that story. Yes. Mm. Yes, I hear you, and. Also, for the listening audience, I think it's really important to know that um, having an impact, creating a career that's going to last is extremely important instead yes. of being the the five-minute person or the one-minute person and then right. your career is over. Mm-hmm. It's over, and then you spiral out. Some people yeah. don't. Some people take what they've been given and they, you know, become, go to real estate or whatever that is. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? But like you said, the longevity and there are people who just want to be famous. And I go, if that's what you want to do, I think that you probably need another teacher because I can tell you what that looks like, but that's I, I'm, that's just kind of not what I'm about, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So I'm wondering, we're almost at our time for our show today, and you've been giving mm-hmm. us such – such wonderful words of wisdom and um, sharing your story I've really appreciated. And I'm also wondering, too, at this point, what words of advice do you have for the listening audience? What could you tell those other actors out there who are looking to have longevity and to create the career of their dreams? Um, I would say to be true to yourself as much as you can and keep working on that because that changes. And every day it's not easy. I would say take care of your instrument inside and outside. I mean, you know, making sure that you're fit, making sure that you eat the best that you can eat, um, taking care of your mental state, taking care of yourself. It's crucial. Um, I would say um, just continue to evolve and change. One thing that I think for us as artists, that one face, every time I see you, you play in that one face. Try to have multiple faces. Right? You know, have a toolbox that you can pull out. Um, and if, if people aren't um, creating for you, you can create for yourself. There's so many ways to do that. There are, I mean, the, 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 the ways that we can, you know, film our own stuff or write our own documentaries or whatever that is, create your own thing if no one is doing it for you, your own platform. Because you can do that, and there's many ways to do that. When we were coming up, it wasn't like that. Now it is. Um, And I would say whatever that is that you want to be, be true to it. Don't let anybody take that away from you or tell you that it's not valid. Even I'm going to double back, even if it's just about the same thing. You stick to that if that's really what you want. Say, you know, that's fine you saying that, but that's what I want. Figure out how to do that, you know, whatever it is. I'm just saying just go for it. And, and and, And I say this, and sometimes it drives me insane, but don't give up. Don't don't give up because people go. What does that mean? That means when it gets tough, you you if you have to fall apart, you fall apart. You get back up. You pull yourself back together. You dust yourself off and you keep it moving, because it is going to be difficult, but it's not impossible, and the work will pay off. I don't know how it will pay off, but it will. And find something to believe in. And I'm not being preachy. But you have to believe in something that's bigger than yourself. You have to, because I don't, I don't know how else you're going to be grounded. You, you, you have to find something that you believe in that's bigger than yourself. 
Thank you for that. Well, everyone, that is the wonderful Tanya Jackson giving her words of encouragement, her um, her her journey to creating a career with longevity and ways that she moved beyond obstacles and ways that you as an actor can also move beyond obstacles. So I just want to thank you so much for tuning in today. We have extended our time with a little bit um, and also with recording. So listen, share it, um, and also please uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash paid actor online. You can join our email list uh, where we will be submitting more updates, paidactor.com. You can join us by visiting www.paidactor.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at paidactortweets. Thank you for tuning in for this comeback edition of Paid Actor Radio. We'll be back next week with another interview. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Wishing you well. <laughs>